Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. All right, Kenz, what are we talking about today? We are talking about fascinating facts about dogs. Yay. I'm so excited for this episode. I love learning. And while doing some research uh, uh, for this episode, I I learned quite a bit. And I really do think this episode might help us and our listeners with our dog trivia segment. Oh, yeah, which I usually royally fail at. So this yeah. is great. Yeah, there's a lot of fun things out there that some of us might know, but some of us might not know and say, wait, really? What? So uh, I think that all of these um, little facts are extremely entertaining for me and I hope for you as well. So let's dive in, shall we? We've got about 10 of them. So, All right. We'll have to go through them moderately fast. So let's go into the first one. Okay. This one. Do you want to go? Sure, sure. This one, I think a lot of us have an idea about. Um, I've heard this one before, that your dog is as smart as a two-year-old. And this is true? Yeah, this is this. all of these are facts. All of these are true. So compared to our myth-busting episode, these are all correct and true. Yeah, so um, I always thought that they were as smart as a three-year-old, but whatever. Two, two-year-old is pretty good. But um, yeah, if you ever wonder why, you know, children have such a special bond with dogs, it's usually because they can kind of talk the same language. They roughly both know, so a human two-year-old and a dog, uh, they roughly know about 250 words and gestures. Interesting. Except dogs don't know words, but they would know... Sounds? Yes, sounds, you know, tones, cues, you know, words. Yeah, like you can teach your dog a trick. You can teach a two-year-old a trick. (laughs) Yes, yes, you can. (laughs) But when you're teaching a dog a trick, you're not teaching – like they don't linguistically – understand but a two-year-old probably doesn't either actually they're probably just mimicking at that point I don't know anything about child development but for a dog they're probably they don't linguistically understand like I've heard Lily say this before you can teach a dog to sit to pineapple yes so right like you can pick any word you want and associate a behavior with it and the dog will think x equals X. But the fact that they can cue to the word pineapple and understand pineapple means sit is still <laughs> like that's pretty incredible. That is. Yes. So and I'm sure a two-year-old could do that too. Yeah, you can teach a two-year-old a brand new language and they would learn it and understand it for <laughs> the entirety of their lives. So amazing. There you go. All right, what's next, Justine? Uh dogs have a sense of time. And I know a whole lot about this one because I'm sure many of our listeners experience this, Um, but Marshall literally is on me an hour before dinner time every day. Yep. Every day. Yep. I feel that around 3.30, it starts. They know that, you know, 5 p.m. on the money is when they get fed and they hover and claw at their they have like where I keep the food and treats they start clawing at oh they know so um but it's also proven that if conditioned um yeah dogs can predict future events so if you come home at the same time every day and your dog is at the door waiting for you they know when you're coming home um which is pretty incredible in my opinion so 
Yeah, it's pretty cool that they have that kind of like biological clock that um, I'm sure, I mean, we have it too, but I feel like we rely so much on looking at the time that we probably lose that sense or that ability because we don't use it. Yep. So cool. true. All right. What is the third one? All right. Um, third is a study at the University of California, San Diego, claims that your dog can genuinely get jealous when they see you display affection to another creature. Willa is the queen of this. Yes, she, she is. Yes, she is. She sees me giving attention or affection to any other animal, cat, dog, sometimes even humans. Like, and she wants to get in there and she says, uh uh-uh, uh, FOMO, give me all of the attention. And I think, I think the key thing with this one is this is probably like humans, more of like a personality trait. So a lot of dogs probably have this ability or all dogs, but not all of them actually act on it. So like Marshall could give two shits if I pet another dog. He <laughs> literally couldn't care at all. Um, He's not possessive over me in any way, but like Willa will freak right out. Yeah. And keep in mind genetics too, you know, breeds, certain breeds like Huskies are bred to be a little more independent. So that could be a role in it as well. So um, anyway, I found that one was pretty cute that it's actually proven. So (laughs) Uh, poor Willa. She just has jealousy issues. She really does. It's like, it's kind of a problem, but anyway, (laughs) okay. What's next? Okay, this one uh, is really interesting. So dogs can smell your feelings, sort of. So experts who have studied dogs and their sense of smell have concluded that dogs can't necessarily smell the emotion that is fear, but they can detect smells and see movements and body postures that may help them sense when a person is nervous, anxious, or afraid. And I would be willing to wager a bet. Again, I don't have actual research to back this up I would have to go digging for it but I would wage a bet that people probably or do excrete certain hormones um, when they're stressed or anxious or afraid and it would make sense that a dog would be able to smell that correct yeah when I was doing some reading up uh, for this episode that's exactly what they said they can't necessarily sense the emotion it's just how you smell so when you yeah when you when you sweat you'll your sweat will have a different type of smell to it um and i also think this uh it's not mentioned here but when i cry my dogs know like they know oh yeah oh yeah i was telling you last week that when i got really upset last week when i got bad news marshall just the second I started crying, he sprinted across the room, but like without even thinking twice, I started crying and he was instantly beside my side in like 0.5 of a second. It was pretty incredible. Yep. I he was on it. I don't have the scientific data at the moment to back it up, but I really do believe that's a, that's a thing. Okay. We've got one more for this half of the podcast and this one I like a lot. It's a cute one. Petting a dog can actually benefit your physical, wow, physical, (laughs) your physical, (laughs) your physical and mental health. So studies have shown that petting a dog for 15 minutes a day can lower blood pressure by up to 10% and can help lower feelings of stress, depression, and combat loneliness. So 
when I think of this, I think of like, yes, like the physical touch of touching and petting an animal for sure. But also like your dog helps you like stay motivated. Like my dogs force me to leave my house on days that I really don't want to. So I feel like that has a a factor into it as well. Um, Going back to like our our gratitude episode, I I feel like this ties in really nicely to, to that. Yeah, I feel like when you talk about like lowering feelings of stress or depression or, you know, if you're experiencing loneliness, that um, having a dog, I think, can help with those things in a multitude of ways. And we are by no means saying that pets are a cure for these types of things. Um, Depression and chronic stress are are serious illnesses, Um, but they can definitely help support you on that journey and for lots of, of different reasons. So I love that. That's so nice. Yeah, well, there you have it. Our first five fascinating facts about dogs. So we are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back to dive into five more. 